0: Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash, R S L A S H, at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6 1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Welcome to r slash. Am I the butthole where Opie's mother in law tries to steal Opie's baby? Am I the butthole for telling my mother-in-law that she won't be seeing my baby after throwing a baby shower for herself? My husband and I are expecting our first child. We moved to be closer to his family. I'm no contact with mine. My mother-in-law has been referring to the baby as her baby the entire time. She'll say things like, I can't wait for my baby to be born. My baby is going to be so loved. This this rubs me the wrong way for reasons I can't explain, but my husband tells me to ignore her. Opia, all right, we gotta stop right here. For reasons you can't explain? Because it's your baby. (laughs) Because it's not her baby, it's your baby. That's the reason. This isn't some grand mystery. All right, my mother-in-law wanted to throw me a baby shower and invite her friends. She said they made an agreement a long time ago that they would celebrate each other's kids' weddings and births. My husband and I eloped and declined a reception for her friends since we don't know them. My mother-in-law told me that I owed it to her and to let her throw the baby shower since I hurt her friends' feelings by not having a wedding reception. I asked if I could invite my friends, and she said no, this was for her friends, and that if my friends wanted to throw me a baby shower, they could. I reluctantly agreed. My husband and I spent hours on our registry, and my mother-in-law asked for it so that she could share it with her friends. She said that she forwarded the registry to them. She asked me what design I wanted on my cake and cookies. I told her that I wanted a flower design because I'm decorating the nursery in a garden theme. At the baby shower, they provided me with a mother-to-be sash and my mother-in-law a granny-to-be sash to wear. I noticed that the theme of the baby shower was circus animals. The cake had an elephant and balloon on it, and the cookies were animals. At first I thought that maybe the floral theme was just too difficult, so I rolled with it until it was time to open the presents. Every present was some sort of circus animal. Onesies, blankets, toys, nothing on my registry. I was a little confused, and I even went so far as to check my registry to make sure I hadn't goofed up and changed something. I thanked everyone for their gifts and tried to sound as gracious as possible, but I was so confused. My husband, who's a little less tactful than I am, showed up at the end of the shower and noticed the theme right away. He goes, what's up with all the circus animals? He he looks at the presents and says, this isn't what we asked for. Then he looked at his mom and goes, mom, what did you do? She smiled and said, I didn't like the theme you chose for my baby. I'm going to decorate my baby's nursery at my house with circus animals. So I created a registry for myself. My husband said, you did what? She says, my baby is going to need a room at my house, so I threw a shower for myself. I lost my composure and told her that she wouldn't see my baby and to stop calling the baby hers. And my husband told his mom that she's delusional if she thinks we're going to allow this. She started crying and said that we're just withholding her baby from her. We've been getting texts from his family since the shower calling us selfish and ungrateful and saying that we ruined her joy of being a grandma. Are we the butthole? All right, this is pretty easy. OP, you're not the butthole. There's something deeply wrong with the mother-in-law, but I love the husband in this story. This whole thing is just paragraph after paragraph of OP being like, I don't know what's wrong with my mother-in-law. Am I doing something wrong? Is there some tension between us? Then the husband rolls in. He takes two seconds to look around the room and is like, I don't like this. Why is this not the theme my wife wanted? Something's weird here. I don't like it. I support my wife. Gosh, it's just so nice to read a story about a supportive spouse for once. This guy has no hesitation. He went from zero to I'm defending my wife against this transgression immediately. And I I don't know, the contrast is just so funny how he went from zero to 60. And meanwhile, this whole time, the wife is like, I don't know what's wrong. It's so weird. Did I did I mess up the registry? And he's like, nope, I don't like this. So, so <laughs> Sophie, even though your mother-in-law is pretty toxic, at least your husband's a keeper. Am I the butthole for disinviting my brother-in-law from Christmas because he keeps telling my son to call me by my first name? My husband has three brothers. Charlie and Mike are in their 30s, while Spencer is five-year-old. Wait, what? Spencer's five years old? The brothers are 30 and then five? Spencer is their half-brother from their dad's second marriage. Wow. Their father passed away shortly after Spencer was born. Two years ago, Spencer's mother went to prison. My husband and I began fostering him. It didn't take long for him to actually feel like our son. Alright, hold on. I gotta, hold on. Let me think about the family dynamics here. So, OP's husband is raising his little brother who's 25 years younger than him as if he were his own son. That technically makes the child OP's brother-in-law, but they're treating him as a son. Okay, I got it. As it was, my husband and Spencer didn't have a very brotherly relationship given the 30-year age gap. He was always more of an uncle. Six months ago, Spencer's mom lost her parental rights. My husband and I have been working on adopting him. It should be finalized after Christmas. Spencer is so excited. He's been calling us mama and daddy for a little over a year now, so this is just basically all legal stuff now, not changing how we feel in our hearts. My husband's brothers, Charlie and Mike, have been supportive of the whole ordeal for the most part, but we faced a road bump recently. When Spencer began calling us mommy and daddy, Charlie found it odd. Charlie said that we weren't his parents. I said, legally, yes we are. I said, we're raising him. Charlie says that we're basically erasing their dad from Spencer's life. I said, no, we talk about him and Spencer's biological mom often. This won't be a secret for him. As it is, Spencer is very smart and is aware that he only came to live with us two years ago. Mike and my husband have both told Charlie to let it go. I've noticed, however, that when talking to Spencer, Charlie refers to me and my husband by our first names. Or when talking about my husband, he'll say, ask your brother. Or when talking about me, he'll say, go show your sister-in-law. This is making Spencer confused, because he knows my husband is his brother, but he doesn't look at him that way. We've tried talking to Charlie about it, but he claims that it's a force of habits. We were trying to let it go, but then one day, Charlie corrected Spencer when he called me mama and said, no, that's Kate. Spencer got confused and said, no, that's mama. Charlie told him that I'm not his mother. This only upset Spencer further. I've had enough, frankly. Spencer is our son. We have him in therapy, and we've also asked Charlie and Mike to attend family therapy with us. Only Mike has agreed. I told my husband that I don't want Charlie at Christmas, which we're hosting, if he's just gonna upset Spencer and undermine our place as his parents. My husband said it's completely up to me. So I told Charlie either he stops correcting Spencer or he can't come. Now Charlie is mad and says that I'm keeping his brothers from him at Christmas. I said if my husband wants, he can go visit Charlie. Or if he wants to see Spencer, he can promise to stop undermining my place. Charlie called me dramatic. My mother-in-law wants all of her boys at Christmas and says that I can put up with it for just one day. She said that it's hard for her to be around Spencer, but she does it for us, so I can put up with Charlie and see his side. Am I the butthole? Yo, if Charlie wants to decide who Spencer calls Mommy and Daddy, then he can raise his little brother. But nope, OP is taking on that responsibility. OP legally adopted Spencer, so she gets to be the mom. Yo, what is this guy talking about, man? He had just as much of a chance as OP did to try to adopt Spencer and raise him how he wanted to, but he's like, nah, I I don't really care about that. I'll let OP handle it, but I do want OP to raise the child the way that I want her to. What a douchebag, man. There is no way this is a force of habit. This is deliberate undermining. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Charlie gets 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. It's even worse if you look at this from Spencer's perspective, because the poor kid has a dead dad, a mom who's in prison. He's probably going through attachment and identity issues. And then his stupid uncle, I guess technically his brother, then his stupid older brother is undermining his relationships with the only adult in his life. And it's like, geez, man, let the kid have a parent that he can love. Am I the butthole for a last-minute declining to go to a friend's wedding that's dry on New Year's Eve? My buddy, who's 33, is getting married to a girl that our friend group is not in love with. He loves her, though, so we support him. We've known for months that this was a New Year's Eve wedding. I RSVP'd yes months ago with my wife. Several friends and I operated under the assumption that there'd be booze at the wedding, especially considering that it's on New Year's Eve. Well, I found out yesterday that it's a dry wedding. Turns out it's because of his fiancé and her family. I asked my wife if she knew about this. She said no and that she was pissed. I texted my buddy, the groom, and asked him. He confirmed this. I told him that this is something you should have told us a long time ago. I told him that my wife and I wouldn't be going. We want to spend that night drinking. I texted the rest of my friends about this and oh boy, the group chat went off. This led to several more people backing out. This is not how a bunch of us expected to spend New Year's Eve. Really, the only ones who didn't back out are the four members of our 12-person group that are in the wedding. My groom buddy reached out to me and went off. He was going off about how he's overspending on catering, he's having 20 less guests show up than planned, and this is all last minute. I've been called a butthole, among other things, for leading the charge and people not going to the wedding. Am I the butthole? Uh, this kind of feels like an everyone sucks here situation, because on the one hand, your buddy definitely should have told all the guests to his wedding that this was going to be a dry wedding, especially on New Year's Eve. But on the other hand, you did say that you were going to go, and then you backed out last minute, which is rude. And look, I'll admit, I'm not really super big into drinking culture, I don't drink a ton, but it's very surprising to me that so many people would choose booze over their friend's wedding. To me, that indicates either you guys have a drinking problem, or you're not that close to your friend at all. In any event, I'm giving the married couple 1 out of 5 buttholes for withholding information, and I'm giving OP also 1 out of 5 buttholes for backing out last minute. Am I the butthole for expecting my date to cover the cleaning costs of a dress he ruined? I'm a 27-year-old woman, and I'm in a bit of a dilemma, and I could really use some advice. I've been seeing this guy for a couple of months, and we decided to go to a nice, high-end restaurant for a date. Initially, I was going to wear a nice dark blue dress that I like to wear out, but he asked me to wear a different white dress that I had shown him once because it matched his outfits. It's kind of weird because I've never had a guy ask me to do that before. The white dress in question was a gift from my late grandmother and was quite expensive, so I was reluctant but agreed, and I just asked that we didn't go anywhere after where I might spill something on it or otherwise mess it up. He mentioned clubbing after dinner, which is why I said that. I didn't want to risk messing the dress up. He said that we'd just go to dinner, and I could change out of it before doing anything else. Great. However, the evening took a turn for the worse when he accidentally spilled his red wine all over my dress. He had gotten an unexpected call, and when he tried to quickly mute his ringer, his elbow hit his glass and it spilled all into the lap area of my dress before I could react. It was completely drenched and stained. He was apologetic at the time, and I tried to be cool about it, but inside, I was devastated, especially since I had mentioned specifically how I wanted to be careful wearing it. Later, I mentioned to him that the dress was very expensive, and I asked if he'd be willing to help with the cost of cleaning or replacing it. To get it professionally cleaned and the stain removed would cost $100, which I asked him to pay half of. To my surprise, he got quite defensive. He argued that it was an accident, and that I was being unreasonable for expecting him to pay for something like that. And, what? And that it was my fault for wearing it out, knowing that it could have happened. I feel like it's a matter of principle. Yeah, it was an accident, but the dress is still ruined, and it's extremely sentimental to me, not to mention a valuable dress. He thinks I'm being materialistic and making a big deal out of nothing now I'm not sure how I feel about his reaction. Am I the butthole for expecting him to cover the cost? Opie, this post is just bizarre to me. It's so coincidental, I almost have to wonder if it's intentional. The one time that you specifically tell him not to get anything on your dress, he accidentally spills red wine all over your lap. I mean, think about it. Let me ask you, how many times in your life have you accidentally spilled a drink onto someone else? probably zero or one time ever and this guy just happens to do it on your grandmother's white dress with red wine not with water not with tea but no red wine but hey even if it is an accident let's just give him the benefit of the doubt it's still his fault he's still the one who did it he's still the one who told you to wear the dress and then he says that it's your fault that you wore the dress even though he's the one who asked you to wear the dress yo girl why are you with this guy You've only been dating him for a couple of months, so it's not too late to cut your loss and run. He doesn't respect your boundaries, he's cheap, and he's super entitled and defensive and just plain dumb. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your boyfriend 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for telling my daughter-in-law she eats much more than me, so of course she's bigger? I'm so tired. My son and my daughter-in-law are staying with me to save money. I cook, and we have a serve-yourself policy. The thing is, my daughter-in-law will eat a lot more than me. For example, I made chicken, and I would only eat one chicken breast, and she would have three. Basically, she eats a lot more than me, and I don't substitute for lower-calorie stuff. I'm not going to use skim milk instead of cream, for example. She's overweight, and she's been going on and on about how it doesn't make much sense that I'm smaller than her. I asked if she was joking, and she confirmed that she didn't understand why she's gaining weight. I told her that she eats a lot more than me, so of course she's bigger. This started an argument about how I'm shaming her and not being a good host. My son wants me to apologize, but I find it ridiculous. This is common sense. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what she expected. That's kind of how eating works. That's how food works. More food equal more calorie equal more weight. Yeah, you could have been nicer, I will admit that, you were being a little bit blunt, but you know, she was asking, she was being like, how is this happening, I don't understand. Well, it's because you're eating more than me, sweetie. So even though you probably could have been nicer and delivered the message in a gentler manner, I'm not going to give you a butthole score because she was literally asking you the question, so I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving her 0.5 out of 5 buttholes. That was our slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North.